Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 971, the last day of November already, November 30. 62 degrees was the record high. That was in 1922, and it was 17 below in 1964. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Hi. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Hyde in the newsroom. And of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. The chief writes, good day, Mr. Mayor. I won't be able to attend the first ever town council meeting. So please allocate my share of the old fashions to Rookie and Reavers. I believe your old man appreciated the classic cold weather concoction. Yeah, that was his drink. He loved old fashions. And Tattersall's version could warm even the coldest of sod huts during the Christmas season. I'll say. Please advise that the boathouse will be renting out the knack for the 1,000th show scramble. Old fashioned in a coffee mug and Stephen C. in the background, signed the chief. P.S. We should all be ashamed and apologize for making Mauna Loa belch fire and lava into the air. It was undoubtedly the fumes from our snow throwers yesterday that finally caused her to spew. 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 What was the- about the old fashions? Uh, his uh, the chief can't make it, so his share of the old fashions can be consumed by you and Reavers. They do make a very good old fashioned. That's what, fine, what but you're driving, it? so you're not having one. No, what's in an old fashioned? It's uh, bourbon and no, bitters. You can and, stop. Uh, I'm out. I don't do bourbon. What was your old man's secret recipe? Did he have a specialized? He knew old? how to make a good old fashioned. Give me the bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> With a orange twist? Yeah, and a little sugar and a slice of orange and a cherry. Mm. But that's when you're really dedicated. That's right. Now, you get, later on in life, you just, just pour it and Speaking go. Speaking of well, snow When throwers. you're a bartender, Rook, and you're trying to make... You know, I'd like a... Okay, sounds good, pal. I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> Speaking of snow flowers, Bruce has a good point. I have two gas-powered vehicles and a diesel mower blower. I drive to a fuel station to fill my vehicles in diesel cans for the mower and the blower. Did I miss out on getting pumps installed in my garage? Well, no, but the government is going to make sure you have an EV charger installed in your garage. Because you, if you drive an EV, you're driving a government car. What an excellent point. It's a great point. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Rookie, did you make a bet with Ingi at some point? Because I have a card here from Ingi that says... Uh, Merry Christmas and thanks for another great year of GL. Enjoy the pretzels. I'm not eating any pretzel that was sent here in a dog <laughs> he bone them, box. Yeah, in yeah, a I dog will. bone I will. box. I will. I know. I have. Are. They're they're really good. The dollar is for rookie who won the bet. Yeah. He turned an ordinary mailman. Into an iconic oh, foghorn blast. For God's sake, you know better than that. Until a, and into an iconic GL Hall of Famer, Randolph and Mortimer. What is he talking about? Well, he's talking about one of the greatest bets that was ever placed between two brothers that uh, lived together for a while. Well, here's the card. And, and what the they dollar. did is they took a Harvard 
educated stockbroker. <laughs> we know how it works. Turned him into a poor man and took a street guy, a street hustler, into a, a very successful businessman. My legs! My legs! <laughs> yeah. I can walk! <laughs> I can I've been all over them places. Nang, Wong Tu, I've been all over them places. I was Agent Orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, thanks, Ingy. I'll take the buck. All right, well, I have three notes on the legalization of marijuana, and I have arrived at my position. I am opposed to the legalization of marijuana because I am just instinctively opposed to anything the far left is advocating. Okay. So you're cautiously... <laughs> you know, if, they, if they want it, I don't want uh, it. Up okay. until right now, I disagreed with you, but yeah. now, yeah, that makes sense. Youper, Lisa, that would be the Upper, Upper Peninsula. Peninsula. Yep. Yeah. I'm listening to the November 29th podcast about legalizing pot. That was yesterday. Michigan legalized recreational pot use in the 2018 general election. Ironwood has two marijuana stores and both do a booming business. There are lines and the parking lots are full every time I drive by. I tried one half of a five milligram gummy the afternoon after we buried my husband. He passed away in April, and we had the burial and memorial in July. I then had a great nap and woke up feeling mellow and happy. There's a line there, but I'm not going to use it. Okay. It might be unkind. Okay. Another note. I've measured 80 inches of snow so far this fall. Makes me wonder what winter will bring. Snow management is going well so far. The UP has two seasons, 10 months of winter and two months of bad snowmobiling. One more note. I had a dream you and I were walking down the Garage Logic Service Road of Life just talking. Then I stopped, turned to you, and asked, So what's the deal with those spiral light candles? <laughs> After oh. you answered, I said, Hmm, I may have to order a few. Youper, Lisa. Lisa, huh? I'll tell you what's what with the these hell? spiral light candles. They are beautiful candles that burn in a circular motion. Now, if you're a youper, your whole life you've been burning boring candles, and that's just a shame because Spiral Light Candles is a local company that they manufacture. They started this business in their garage. They're garage logicians, and it's a family that doesn't get in fights. You know why? Because every day they're surrounded by candles that move, burn in a spiral, spiral motion. It's fantastic How's to watch. How's it like this? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing a circle in the in the. I'm like, right, circle in the air. This damn candles, the damnest thing you ever seen. Candles made easy. Candles made easy. Spiralite candles is local, and they're online at spiralitecandles.com for your Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa shopping. Just go online. You see all sorts of colors, shapes, sizes, and scents. Now, if you're looking for a really neat candle that burns in a circular motion, check out the Cylinder Index candle, special to garage logicians, but you don't even have to know the secret handshake. You just go and order it on SpiralLightCandles.com. Tell them you heard it on the podcast, SpiralLightCandles.com, youpers. Two more notes on this uh, marijuana question. Uh, Jonathan from Knoxville, Tennessee writes, I'm in the Air Force and work in drug prevention. I have never tried dope, as you call it. Here's my take. There are many things harmful that are legal, and it should be left to the individual. Furthermore, for people experimenting, I'd rather them get something legal than laced with fentanyl. I do agree with all of your arguments, but it's a freedom thing for me. If you're going to be against legalized weed, then you should be for prohibition. Alcohol is just as bad. Unlike weed, I have tried lots of it and don't take away that freedom. Uh, P.S., and I think he's hit on something here. P.S., 
You brought up the health hazard of smoking it. Is it possible that Minnesota government is doing a long play to sue big marijuana down the road? Except right now there really is no big marijuana. Right. You'd have to sue the cartels. And you ain't going to get any Meaning, big dope. Meaning what? That once all these people get well, hooked on Well, when it came like to big tobacco, you had Marlboro to sue. You had okay. Reynolds to sue. Oh. Now, Probably just the cartels. Cerisi would right. be hard-pressed to find somebody to sue about marijuana. Who are you going to sue? But if he did, he'd win. Well, he's he, I've never I've never won an argument with him. Right, right. <laughs> and finally, Bert writes: Beyond being pointless and another ploy to get votes from the lowest common denominator sector, weed is essentially legal anyway. As you have stated, all one needs to do is walk or drive around the city on any given day, and you will note various strains of side salad. The larger problem is that with legalization, we will create yet another layer of government. God knows what that will morph into. The, de- the devil's lettuce. Yeah, the devil's <laughs> lettuce. I never heard that term before. Is that? Oh, oh my God. Hi, how are you? You going to call me there? I want to address tree inequity because hmm. we certainly have it. It's a real thing. Uh, daylight savings is, is racist. It uh, is. The, trees, uh, the lack of trees is racist. Mm-hmm. The people of Detroit have been offered trees by the government, and they don't want them. <laughs> Because they're being offered by the government. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't disagree with that. Detroiters are refusing city-sponsored trees. uh, And they don't want them. It's a green initiative for black and brown communities. Because black and brown people can't plant a tree. They don't know how. That's a white thing. Okay. And they've been deprived of learning that. They prefer just inner city uh, concrete They just want tar. Okay. All right. One black environmental professor... Oh, that was uh, a look. Yeah, it was. Wow. Elliot Payne. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Yikes. Where uh, Elliot Payne, a black environmental professional, described experiences where green groups presume to know what's best for communities of color without including them in the decision-making and planning processes. That, that little sentence there sums up so much of what the left is guilty of. And they're guilty of their presuppositions. We know what's best for you. They took menthol cigarettes out of convenience stores in St. Paul, but they want to legalize marijuana. Laughable. Laughable. Right. They also raise the price on anything flavored, um, tobacco-wise. So all the swishers and all those kind of things. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They've doubled or tripled the price. In 2014, Detroit was a few years deep into a campaign to reforest its streets after decades of neglecting and maintain its depleted tree canopy. A local environmental nonprofit called the Greening of Detroit was the city's official partner for carrying out that reforesting task, which it had started doing on its own when it was founded in 1989. By 2014, the Greening of Detroit had received additional funding to ramp up its tree planting services to the tune of 1,000 to 5,000 new trees per year. To meet that goal, it had to penetrate neighborhoods somewhat more aggressively than it had in the past and win more buy-in from the residents. But the planters met resistance. Mm -hmm. In other words, you do-gooders, you got enough trees in the rich neighborhoods. Now you're going to come in here and shove trees down our throat. We know how to deal with trees. Right. Roughly better than a nice tunnel-filled street like Summit Avenue. Roughly a quarter of the 7,500 residents the uh, 
the environmental group approach, declined offers to have trees planted in front of their homes. It was a high enough volume of rejection for such an otherwise valuable service that University of Vermont researcher Christine E. Carmichael wanted to know the reasons behind it. So she began looking for uh, uh, reasons, and what she found is the rejections had more to do with how the tree planters presented themselves. Hmm. We're here to save you. Right. Interesting. We're right. here to tell you what's Holier best for than you. Bow. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, but they provide shade and cooling and absorb air pollution, especially from traffic, and they increase property values. But Detroit folks were submitting no tree requests were rooted in how they have historically interpreted their lived experiences in the city, or what Carmichael called their heritage narratives. Uh, these are the stories that people from all walks of Detroit life tell themselves and each other about why city conditions are the way they are. The heritage narratives that residents shared about trees were different from the ones shared about people in city government. And uh, uh, so we got people that were even linking tree planting to the racist moment in Detroit's history right after the 1969, I'm sorry, the 67 race rebellion when the city suddenly began cutting down trees in bulk. The city did this, as the women understood it, so that law enforcement and intelligence agents could better surveil black neighborhoods from helicopters. Oh, wow. The city was chopping down trees at a faster clip at this time. That's the reason? And the city was flying helicopters over their homes at one point to spray toxic DDT from above on the trees. However, the government stated reason for the mass tree choppings was that the trees were dying off from Dutch elm disease. These were competing heritage narratives of the same event, the clearing away of trees in the 60s. The two narratives are in conflict, uh, but they... uh, they have led to the rejection of trees today, <clears throat> so I don't blame I don't blame anyone in a black neighborhood for saying get the hell out of here. No mention though of the reason that it really makes me mad, and I know Matt, you just brought up how much you love trees on the boulevard. Oh yeah. Have Somebody you ever replaced Have you ever replaced the sewer pipe that runs from your home to the street, the pipe in the street? It, we're talking twenty thousand dollars at least, Why are you and all me? of the damage is caused by tree route, uh, roots. Um, I was told by uh, Bob the drain guy, who's a garage <laughs> logician, because my main only drain, one. Just it's a guy named Bob. He's, he's in, in South St. Paul. Yeah. I'm the drain guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he told me of a product that once every six months you pour this down your main sewer drain, and it knocks back the, it kills the the. These old pipes weren't one solid bit. They were like tile, two-foot tiles put together. Hmm. You know, Why are you light, scaring me? Butted up. And the tree root comes down and starts pushing that all around. Next thing you know, you're, you know, the stuff that goes through the pipe has got a little built-in dam there. Next thing you know, your basement's filled with that stuff that goes through the pipe. I need a hero. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you done with marijuana talk for the day? I can be. Because sewer talk is intriguing me. Well, the only reason yeah. I, because I, I, I found this this morning and I didn't know if marijuana, marijuana excuse Whoa. me, was coming up. Oof. But you heard about the Minnesota Department of Health. No. Okay. Um, well, they confirmed today that two new uh, diagnoses mm-hmm. can get you qualified for Minnesota's medical marijuana program. All right. One of them is obsessive compulsive disorder, which I'm sure a lot of us doesn't have, have that. All of us have yeah. that. Who doesn't have that? Check that one off. But the other one is um, 
irritable bowel syndrome. I don't have that. I do now. I kind of do after that poll. Oh, Rookie's going to have that on the we're way right. down. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's churning. She's churning. Something's brewing. Turn around. Hey. High one. Go on your tiptoes. Yep. There you go. If you do that to car, oh, <laughs> I already. I will. I what did will. I just do to you a couple minutes ago? <laughs> he gave me the motion that something's going on. I will stop here. the car. She's brewing. And throw you into a snowbank. Not for COVID, but you're going to need a mask. So, so, <laughs> so dope will uh, uh, alleviate irritable bowel syndrome, according to the which I'm sure is miserable. And if that helps people with irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, more power to it. Relaxes them. the muscles, right? Yeah. OCD, too. That, that'll calm you down, you know. So, yeah, it'll be a pleasant ride, I'm sure, for you. I have until Christmas to get to EcoFun Motorsports. What are you going to get? Because I've got people. They got your scooter right now, don't they? Yes. Okay. Tim picked it up. Nice. Uh, I've got people who are counting on me to deliver some goods next summer, if you know what I mean. I think I do. Like uh, weed? maybe a youth ATV. <laughs> Maybe the golf cart. Okay. Right? There's a place now for all of these items to be assembled. And right now and through Christmas at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake in Burnsville, you got the electric bikes on sale, the scooters on sale, plus free heated storage if you need it until Christmas. Uh, Over 100 youth ATVs and dirt bikes in stock. The uh, 200cc electric Electronic fuel-injected golf carts are a grand off. They got the LED light bar, the fold-out windshield. Go on the website and look at this thing and tell me I don't need one. I need one. Also, a full-size ATV with 2,000-pound winch and a 48-inch KFI steel snowblade. $58.99. That sounds terribly reasonable to me. I've never owned a big ATV, but that sounds reasonable, particularly with the plow. You know what I'd get with that? I'd get the little hut you build up around it, the little plastic <laughs> oh, cab. Yeah. Yes. So you sure. can be out there in the wind. The yes. hut. Well, whatever. The a little hut. A little I knew cabin. what he was saying, Just get too. nice and cozy. <laughs> yeah. Zero yeah. percent interest financing for one year on all products in stock. Helmets, helmets, apparel, great service. EcoFun Motorsports. It's on Highway 97 in Forest Lake, immediately west of 35E, you can't miss it. A great big brand new store. And in Burnsville on the uh, service road of life near County Road 42, uh, right right off that uh, 35W over there, it's W. And mm-hmm. on this side, it's it's E. And uh, a great, uh, great website at ecofunmotorsports.com. So here I was yesterday just minding my own business, and I get a call from Jim from Hofferman Water and just wanted to follow up and say, hey, Reeves, I just wanted to see how the drinking water system's going. And so we chatted for a bit because Jim's the man. And that's the kind of treatment you're going to get if you decide to do business with Hofferman Water and get that Connecticut system installed. They're fantastic people, and they want to make sure that you and your family are happy with your decision, and I certainly am. I've been a customer of Hofferman for years now, and I'm telling you, you will be satisfied if you make the switch with your drinking water system or maybe your water softer with Connecticut. Or maybe you're in the market for an iron rust and odor filtration system. Listen, they are the best, and they will take great care of you and your family. A new system from Kinetico can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage big time, but it's also going to protect the appliances inside of your home because bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. 
You get that new system from Hofferman and Connecticut, and your showers are so much better. And so was your laundry and your drinking water. So do me a favor, get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or just visit their website, which is HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell Jim and the crew at Hofferman that the Garage Logic podcast sent you. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushi. I've got a mansplaining alert right here, right now. If you don't like being mansplained to you uh, to, uh, by a dumb dumb like me, maybe ease your headphones down a little bit. It's a big year-end rebate program in progress right now at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. I'd like to call it a sale, but it really isn't a sale. It's one of these deals like. Remember the old days at Williams where you'd pay a cover charge and you'd go in for the first 30 minutes, you get a free drink, and then uh, after 30 minutes, you pay $1 for a drink? Yep. And yeah, it's one of those kind of deals. Okay. Yeah, progressive. Spend $999 to $1299. You get $50 in store, instant rebate, and then $50 via the mail. That, any way you add that up, I don't care what kind of racist math you use, that's 100 bucks. Uh, 1300 to 1999, 75 bucks, and it goes on and on and on, all the way you, until you get up to 8,500 or more, you get a total rebate of $700. Merry Christmas, GLers. You can see the entire lineup. That of is lip- not canceling Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, yeah. whatever. Guy. Yeah. yeah. It's a, Santa. Yeah. Irritating somebody. man. Was that on last night? Rudolph was. Oh. Uh, MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com is where you see the entire Liberty lineup. They're made in the USA by Americans, transferable lifetime warranties, and obviously the best built safes on the planet. Come on. Maple Grove Lock and Safe, the website, the address, if you're going to stop in and pick one out, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and tell them GL sent you. Rook, do you recall the, do you recall the, uh, Oh, yeah. I was the one that asked for that, You too. really did. Yeah. Kenny Williams closed. I know. I'm bummed. They used to start that at 3 p.m. We'd be sit-standing out front at 10 to 3. What are you talking <laughs> about? How is your liver alive? One of the greatest bars ever. Williams Peanut Bar, Joe, is downstairs in the basement. You pay, I'd like, $2. Of where? Basement of what? Williams Peanut Bar. It was on Hennepin Don't and uh, kind of Lagoon. Lagoon. Oh, yeah. It was in Uptown. They're it, closed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they just closed. <laughs> you s- spend a s- small cover charge. The first 30 minutes, your beer is free. What? The second 30 minutes, it's a buck or a quarter That's or s- good. something ridiculous like that. Wow. By the time 6 p.m. rolls around, you're taking a cab home, my friend. <laughs> or in our case, we took a cab over to the CC Club and then a cab oh over to Liquor Lyles and then a cab home. <laughs> you recall uh, a call we got one time from a guy? It was around Christmas time. Christmas lights? In Maplewood. No, I'm sorry. I think he was out Maple Grove Way, and he was complaining because people were looking at his lights. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Recall that? And I'm wondering if you have that in the archives. His name is Lou. Um, That'd be a good one to have in the archives. A guy named Lou, and what he did is complain mightily that people had the nerve yes. to actually stop in front of his house. He said he didn't prepare those lights for anyone else. <laughs> No, Those were no, for he, his kid. It was for his kid because he had lost his wife. Yeah. And that part was sad. And he, he put the uh, thing together for the kids. But all these buses kept coming through. And 
he 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 felt he got kind of he screwed felt put over. upon put upon because he did all this effort and now all these paying taxis and limo services yeah. are driving They're getting by. rich off the getting guy. Getting rich off. That's what bothered him. Yeah. That's why he called. It wasn't that he was a bah humbug. What do you think it was called in here, rookie? Um, I think it was Lou. Lou isn't in there, L-E-W. Mm-mm. Well, we have a similar case in Burnsville. Oh, a, I saw the story. A couple in Burnsville were extremely uh, hurt to have someone criticize their hol- holiday decorations. And, of course, they did it anonymously. Mm, After dark, Adam Duncan's yard inflates to life. He once won a Burnsville Yard decorating contest. That would be a major award. Okay, yes, it would be. And has even inspired some of his neighbors to decorate over the seasons. And when his Burnsville townhome glows, his personality does, too. (laughs) It's something I can do to brighten people's lives and spirit, Duncan said. I'm a pretty quiet person, and this is my only way to shine. So this guy, you know, he waits all year for this. Right. Right. Starts setting it up early. This is not just uh, He's thinking about this in July. Right. However, someone tried to dim his lights last week in a red envelope resembling a holiday card. Someone mailed an anonymous letter writing, Your yard decorations, if you can call it that, are very much an eyesore in this neighborhood. Wow. We received a letter, and uh, Adams was crushed. He was teary-eyed. He's, what did I do? Do I take it down? Said his wife, Brandy Joy. She has kind of a Christmas name, doesn't mm-hmm. she? Brandy Joy. <laughs> Understandably angry herself, she put a spotlight on the person in multiple Facebook groups, calling them a Grinch. Through thousands of positive Facebook comments, the couple found some of the holiday spirit they had lost. Mm. I've had people reach out from Australia England, all over the U.S. and all over Minnesota, asking if they can send us Christmas cards, if they can donate anything, telling me their stories about Christmas really helps, she said. Uh, so I have a question that might be a little bit indelicate, oh. and I don't want to make an ableist slur, um, but <laughs> is the uh, guy in question, is he... We're getting there. Okay. okay. He might be the water guy no. on, the, on the basketball we're, team. We're getting you know there. Saying? We're getting there. All right. Let's have a little charity, a little okay. respect. I told you it was wrong. Speaking out Christmas's help, <laughs> Duncan spent three weeks putting together the holiday display. For him, it's become an outlet to help continue his sobriety. Oh, well, okay. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. We all have our story. My story is recovery. The person might have their story, Duncan said. The couple now says maybe the person responsible isn't a green grump trying to steal Christmas at all, but rather someone in need. We understand that not everybody enjoys the holiday season. Maybe you have a loved one you lost during this time, and it's really hard. Maybe it's your first holiday season without them, Joy said. So they hope to spread their compassion uh, the way it was done for the Grinch in Whoville. Who in the hell wrote this? <laughs> You're Rose Schmidt. Grinch. What channel? Five. Channel nine. Nine. Channel nine. nine. Yeah. Uh, Duncan and Joy said they really appreciate people offering a decoration or money, but instead they asked people to donate to their favorite charities or do something nice for their neighbors. Why? Uh, I saw a picture of it, didn't I? Did you, John? Yeah, I'm looking it right at it right now. Didn't seem that intrusive to me. Not at all. Was we there a theme? A, lot. a theme problem? Yeah, John has the picture. Is there a theme problem? No, it there's wasn't Santa. water skiers and Santa. Was no it? penguins. 
there's a blowups of Santa, snowman, Rudolph. Uh, there's a chimney, a Christmas kind of chimney, and an elf. Yeah. And then the rest are all just uh, various lights all over yeah, the place. Christmas trees, lights. Yeah, Any blow-up blondes or brunettes or anything no. like that? No. In the back. Yeah. Well, I, I think that that's... Uh, uh, I do hope we someday we can find that call from Lou because we were taken aback. I know that I know that we've have it because we have replayed that. Uh, it's just a matter of finding where it I mean, is. The right guy now. actually had the nerve to bitch about people looking at his lights. <laughs> I know. Uh, again, that was his his spin was people you get are all making kinds money of calls of over the years, don't you? One of my favorite ones that I'm really trying hard to find is the 100 year old lady. Um, <laughs> That we had, yeah. and it was just a train wreck. I mean, we were right off the rails from the get-go. Well, we tried. And uh, that that gives me such a good idea, though. Uh, my buddy up north, Tyler, um, I drove by his place the other night, and he's got one tree in his yard that he's strung with lights. I think I'm just going to pull into his driveway well, one night and just sit there. Just look at him. <laughs> just sit fix. there. Get your fix. He's going to call. What the hell are you doing? I'm enjoying your Christmas, uh, Noel. Thanks for the effort. Merry Appreciate Christmas, it. buddy. <laughs> I can get behind people who complain if the, if the decorations have a, a terribly evident theme problem. You don't like penguins on water skis. No, what are you doing with water skis and Beach Boy music next to the elves? <laughs> right. What I about mean, the that's... whole what about the whole blow up craze that we've got? I'm not now. a blow up guy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of blow ups yeah. everywhere. There was I don't know if it was local or not, but I saw something on social media where someone did the Matrix theme with sound and everything. It's it was Matrix. really cool. Yeah, it was well, really How neat. would you feel about an old uh, sleigh in the front yard? I would love that. I think yeah. that'd be neat. Cool. If it was real. Did you see that on uh, that uh, Christmas, great American Christmas light show? Uh-uh. On Channel 5? No. Where it's they go across you'd the watch, country. isn't it? Yeah, I watched it last night. People in Georgia scared me. W- what about... It's a contest. J- Joe, have you seen any of the videos that the people that program their lights to run off yeah, the sure. music? That's, the That's what this show. was, where, this Matrix thing Where are you at about. with that? Are you okay with that? I'm okay. I, I'm a. I'm just kind of a live and let live guy. Like, we had a Trans-Siberian neighbor... We had a neighbor last year that had the whole deal, the setup where you could turn into a radio station and you could hear it played inside your car. But it was neat. I, wow. I would like to do that only with like I don't know some like old replacements. I need a GD job yeah. or F school. <laughs> and then there's always <laughs> the great <laughs> Christmas light rivalry. Where yes, the guy unplugs the name. Yes, lights. yes, yeah. And I also thought the one the <gasps> that's guy what from... I'm going to do to Tyler. That's oh, what I'm going to do. Rewired I'm just going to go by and unplug, unplug them. it. <laughs> there was one video of a uh, a young couple. We can move on. And then the 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 young lady was in the front yard in about a foot of snow. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Trying to get the elf to stay lit, and the husband you can see him in the background pulling. <laughs> and it says nine one one. I'd like to report a murder or an upcoming murder because as soon as she figures out, she's going to kill him. See, I'd like to tell you that uh, Governor Wall's inaugural event. Is coming up January seventh. Oh, and for a hundred grand, you can get a premiere ticket. I'm, I'm sorry, you said a hundred thousand. Hundred grand that Who? gives you twelve tickets, uh, valet parking, pictures, and the whole deal. Who's you coming are here? Kidding me? And then uh, for a champion class, you, fifty grand, you're down to eight tickets and all the other goodies. Then you can go go to an advocate. Level that's twenty five grand, okay. and then you can go to an ally, that's ten grand, and then you can go to a friend, just a lousy two bit friend. friend. And what do you get for five grand? What do you get for asshat? 
Uh, well, that's friend. You're cleaning. You get two tickets and parking. <laughs> yeah, you're doing dishes. Two dishes <laughs> in the back. So, that, so wait a minute now. If if the friend level at five grand gets you two tickets, is there any means for the public to attend the inaugural? Hmm. How can the public attend if it's a good question? If you need at least five grand to this even be for, a friend, this is for walls. Yeah. Who, who it's called heck? One Minnesota, January twenty seventh. Do this, but who benefits is what I want to know. What who gets the money? Uh, the Tim Walls Fund. Is it for no. more information? No. Contact. Uh, Come on, Squints. You can do it. Somebody make some. Kristen up. McMullen. Close. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, uh, where is Kristen McMullen? This was emailed to me. And uh, Michael Fitzpatrick. I'm assuming. Wait a minute. I'll I'll take something back here. I'm assuming that's the inaugural. Look up Walls' well, inaugural well, date. Uh, Wait a minute. Here's Maybe this is some charity event I don't know it's, anything about. It's for the committee, it looks like. The committee of what? The inaugural committee. Oh, okay. So this has to do with so the inaugural. Is, yeah. Tickets to a pre-inaugural reception oh. and commemorative photos with the governor. Oh, boy. So then the the inauguration is free and done in public with the public watching. Apparently, this is where if you're if you've got enough wealth to pretend you're a liberal, you go and get your picture taken. I would rather it. chew off my own swimsuit area yeah. than to pay one dollar. Um, Kenny, I'm, I'm going to answer your question here. I've got a story. This is from the Minnesota Reformer. Four years ago, uh, citing basically the same thing that Joe just read. Four years ago, Walls' inauguration committee brought in. $690,000 in donations from labor unions, corporations, lobbying groups, and tribes, oh, according to federal tax filings. Those people. It far exceeded the 195000 Governor Dayton raised in 2015 and the 300000 Republican Governor Tim Plenty raised in 2003. So there you go. You want So to... what did I... Okay, on Inauguration Day, my wife and I were invited to the governor's residence. When he came home after being inaug- inaugurated... And there was a You mean the body, there. right? Yeah. The body. Yeah. yeah. So but we didn't we didn't pay for anything. We didn't have that was a private party. That was with his family and friends and people who had worked on the campaign. What about that silverware you took home with you? I still got it. Cool. <laughs> State of Minnesota. <laughs> These are the people yep. that you want to avoid when you're no longer here. That's right. You want an estate plan and a will. Okay. Constructed by attorneys out. who've been doing it for more than 70 years. Got Eckberg, it. Lammers. So I don't want to just give it all to the government? No, because if you kick the can. Get on the lamb. And you haven't done anything. Right. Your family's left in a lurch because you haven't organized anything. You know, I call it the dead book. Yeah. Right. I have a dead book. Yeah, you got a dead book? So when I'm there dead, take this book and go through it. Ledger. And you get all your stuff here. Crusty ledger. That's what Eckberg Lammers does. You don't have to call it a dead book. I'm being somewhat ribald. It, it is Kenny and I have a different agreement. We're yeah. going to destroy each other's computers. Yeah, yeah we well, get a little different. I don't have kind, that. Of, kind I don't of the have same thing, that. but a little different. <laughs> Electronic ledger. Yeah. Eckberg Lammers will help you. They'll make it smooth. You want the transition to be smooth, as I say, they've been doing this for a long time, and they specialize in working with people like us. And if you don't think you need an estate plan, think again. You all have stuff, and you don't want that to end up in the hands of the courts. 
The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want and you leave nothing behind except happy people because they don't have to have a heart attack running around finding pieces of paper in your closet and wondering what the hell it is. All right, what is this ma- password? Right. All right, so get it done. I don't care how old you are. It's important. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers at 65. I did my mother's. And it, I, honest to God, I lost hearing. Yep. I got TMJ. Ooh. Uh, That's the best advice you've ever given me, Such, for a whole different reason. You said uh, you got to be mute and deaf. Yep. And that's how you deal with the, your family. Mm-hmm. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers. Take care of this today. 651 439 2878. Or visit Eckberg Lammers at slash will. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now. And the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons, trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. And you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Okay, Garage logicians i want you to do yourself a favor and the season it is the season this really is the season there is a season for this and this season is holiday lights and kahuna window cleaning and seasonal services will do a top drawer job they have safe ladders they have wonderful safe people that know exactly what they're doing so if you've got to put lights up on that second or third floor maybe two and a half stories up they will do it for you, and you will not have to get nervous like I do, climbing up a 6-foot ladder, 12-foot ladder, whatever the case may be. It is not only going to look good, but you are going to stay safe. So get in touch with them. There's two ways to do that. Old school is the telephone number. By the way, they're veteran-owned, and they are a Garage Logic podcast follower, 612-888-5248. 5248 or you can be modern and just go to kahunawindowcleaning.com. Don't worry about the window cleaning. We'll worry about that in the spring, the gutter, etc. Right now, they're focusing on scheduling holiday lights. And you can have your holiday lights installed in your home today. Well, me make an appointment, but call them today. 612-888-5248, kahunawindowcleaning.com. Here we are. i got to get Stacy drunk tonight. <laughs> Maybe she'll Truth, like CCR. Justice, and the suture. <laughs> Put a can in tomorrow. Why Why not today? I'm talking seafoam here. Keep up, would you? Um, why tomorrow? It's the first day of the month. Uh, every first day of the month is seafoam day. That's when you, you go into the sea store for your carton of ice rice. Grab a can of seafoam. Uh, throw that in there. It helps to lubricate and keep the moving parts of your internal and combustion engine very happy. Stabilizes fuel, preserves ignition vapors, the whole deal. Uh, Seafoam's pitch, really what it should be is uh, this This stuff is amazing. Work, har- uh, work Don't work harder. Work smarter. 
Did that make sense? Sure. Yeah, Am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, very easy to find wherever you buy your heaters or your nuts and bolts or your car parts or your hunting stuff. doesn't matter. Seafoam's everywhere. A local company, a global reach, and a miracle in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. Before we go to John Height, might I remind the GLers that tonight at midnight, the auction closes on the original production art that Greg Holcomb ah. did for the maps of Garage Logic and Gumption County. They'll be sold as a set. Hmm. That auction has been running all week. It concludes tonight at 12 a.m. Archival quality materials used in the creation of these maps. And uh, both Holcomb and I have uh, uh, said that charities will benefit. Good. Yes. Good. Yes. Are we going to play this now, Rookie? Is that what oh, you'd like? Oh, the Krabby Light guy? Let's play it after John's news. Well, I thought we were going to do another segment. How long John. is it? Huh? We did. She I asked. feel like Johnny Carson. At what point did no, I lose we, control we, of the show? We, we, we didn't. We, we, we didn't? didn't? This is a I'll do whatever, this is whatever you'd three. like me to. All right, do this thing. Do a variety <laughs> of children's books out for just in time for the holidays. <laughs> right? Huh? Uh, what, what specific holiday? Any holiday. And uh, I've got a list of them here. Please. This is Guji Guji by Chiyan Chen. Really? Yeah, Guji Guji. Maybe this just take his call. Uh, just a minute. Hmm. Lou? Yeah, this is Lou. Lou, you're on. Mr. Sushere, how are you today? Good. Fine. Listen, uh, I was wondering if you might help me with a little something. All right. I'm wondering why people feel that they are entitled to lighting displays on private homes. What? Yep. Well, I want to know why people think that they're entitled to drive down the street and stop in front of my house and look at my displays. Well, they're public roadways. The taxpayers pay for them. They have every right in the world to drive by and, and look at the lights. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, I'm finding it very irritating and, uh, uh, I mean, Joe, there are literally hundreds of people that don't belong in my neighborhood, they're probably not from my community, that probably are not paying taxes, that are driving by my house watching my lights that I didn't put up for them at all. I put them up for the kids, my children. Where do you live? I live in Maple Grove up... Wait, 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 wait. Now you're going to try to get me to, to talk about where I live so people come by. No, I, I was just... You called me. I was just wondering... So, what is it? There's an extreme entitlement, I feel. These people come by. It's, you know, I'm here now in front of my house waiting. I haven't had any, uh, any buses or any limousines come by yet, but uh, those are the ones that I know don't belong here. And I, I try to keep them moving, keep them along. You mean you're standing outside now? Yes, sir. Well, let me ask you something. Uh, do you have an elaborate display? Well, I don't know if you call it elaborate. Uh, uh, 56,000 lights with uh, reindeer. I've got, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's a top-notch display, in my opinion. But, uh, it's, I mean, I've seen bigger. The, 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 the uh, Minnesota Zoo has a bigger selection. 56,000 lights, and you're surprised that people want to... Why aren't you happy? Why aren't you proud of the fact yeah, right. that... I mean, you, did you have some reasonable expectation that people were going to ignore this? Not that they would ignore it, but I wouldn't. I didn't think that they would be as interested as they are. Or they, there's this feeling of entitlement. These people come by and and 
to give me canned goods, and I don't want canned goods. <laughs> I just want this is for my son. <laughs> you got lights up. You said you added. Well, you reindeer, put fifty six thousand lights <laughs> up with lit reindeer, and you're you're at you you want life to go on as normal. Mr. Sushere, this is this is normal in my in my life. People people shouldn't stop and make it a burden on me in front of my house. You know, pulling into my driveway with no legitimate business. Let me ask you something. Uh, how many years have you been putting up lights? This is the, the fourth year. I started when my son was eight or four, and now he's eight. And uh, I do it for him. He really likes it. So he, com- he comes out in the yard to look at the lights? Every day. It, it greets him when he comes home from school. And, uh, it, you know, he, he comes out with his, his friends, and we, we have them on. But lately we've, been sh- we've, we've shut them off. We're shutting them off when people come by, and they don't they don't pretend to leave. So, so I stay, and we have a, we have a code, we have a signal, and he shuts the lights off in his eyes. Wait a minute! <laughs> oh, I would love Uh-oh. to be there when he. Wait a minute! This is it. Can you, John, sorry, sir. We don't we don't allow buses, sir. Sir, please. This is not for your display. God. Oh my goodness! God, oh my I don't rich. want canned goods, sir. I do not want canned goods. You could give them to the poor people, Lou. Yeah, Joe. Lou. Yes, sir. Why didn't you take the food? You could take them to your local food shelf. Why is that my responsibility? Why? Why? Why do they feel entitled to give me the food that I have to bring it down there? I want to do this for my son. Maybe. Now may- talk more about the shutting off of the lights. When well, I'll, I'll get. To, I'll oh, get okay. back to that. I haven't okay. forgotten that. <laughs> But why don't you consider that? These people are paying you an act of gratitude. What are you calling me for? Joe, I'm, I, I'm, I'm fed up, okay? I'm really fed up. Well, then why, why, you know what? Don't put any lights up. No, oh, so because, because these people are coming by my neighborhood, and, and, and you're telling me this, that I need to, I, I got to stop putting up lights to keep them from coming by? I don't think so. I pay taxes here. <laughs> You know, I pay the assessments. I just had to pay half the assessment on a light pole that some dehorn backed into. That that I mean, it just goes on and on. They're not here to pay for it. Well, then you know what? You should move to a more remote area and have this display if you intend it only for your own family, and then no one else can see it. <laughs> so now I should move. You know. What do you do for a living? I'm an engineer. Mm-hmm. Now. Explain uh, this system you have. You turn off the lights. Yeah, that's right. My son is in the uh, in the front room. If it gets if, if this gets annoying, you know where these people keep coming by. About eight o'clock, limousines start coming by, and they start taking pictures with you know all these kids. Sixteen, seventeen kids get out of a car and take pictures. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. So my son sits inside, and we've got a signal. I uh, usually do the siren. <laughs> And uh, he shuts them down, and we wait till it clears, and we turn them back on. And your your uh, your wife goes along with this. She doesn't think you're uh, sending the wrong message to your son. Joe, uh, my wife passed away uh, and a half years now. Uh, this was kind of the reason we, we put this up. All right, was for her. I didn't uh, know that. I, I'm sorry. Wow. You wouldn't know. No, I would not. Oh. And you have you have the one child or more than one? I have the one son. One son. That's right. Well, uh, you know, short of... Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't turn that for you. No, what? no, no. 
I, what? I, my son was here. He he thought I turned. He wanted me to turn the lights off when I did this. When I did the alarm there. What do you have? A big remote switch? I see a big red on-off cartoon button. <laughs> well, it's a it's a panel of switches that I've developed. Well, being an engineer, of course. Well, I got to tell you what I think. <sighs> are people that? angry? Some people are angry. They're confused, and they're again, they're again, Joe. It's the entitlement. They feel that they are entitled to look at my house. What? You've 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 created uh, an attractive nuisance. Oh, holy cow. That what was, was that? That was bad the editing. middle of the Rookie's segment. Rookie's bad editing. <laughs> Rookie's bad, <laughs> bad editing. <laughs> oh, that, that's that's that over. Was. Wasn't that a mean old oh, Grinch? Oh. Was that? How long was that? Uh, seven and a half minutes. Because then there's a. I think I don't remember if he called back. No, no, no. You you let him go. Like you kept letting him letting him go because there was a second part. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you know what? You'll have to become a member of the town council, and I'll put that whole. But what a creep. Young, uh, yeah. I don't remember how this was ever resolved. I think he came around. I hope so. That's uh, uh, if I remember correctly, he came around. All right. Maybe he will uh, call the podcast. Yeah, he came with around. An update. <laughs> yes, Joe. Oh, Harry Potter. Are the you Magic ready to Wand. hear about my friends at Rise and Shine Garage? Doors? If you speak slowly. Well, <laughs> Joe. The door goes up. <laughs> the door goes down. <laughs> If it doesn't go up, you call Rise and Shine. There you go. Thank you very They're much tra- for that transition. Okay, okay. And you know what's important to them, Joe? Timing. Wow. And customer service. Well, timing is everything. That's mm. because they do residential, commercial repairs, and installations of all things related to the garage door. And they have a perfect five-star rating on both Google and Yelp for a reason. And that's because they prioritize customer service. Seven days a week they can come out to your house. They will come to you. You do not have to bring the garage door to them, which is key. Josh and Alex are GLers and the owners of Rise and Shine Garage Doors. They grew up right here in the Twin Cities, and they're diehard GLers. They will give you a 5% discount for seniors, military, and AAA members. Their technicians are certified. And just because you might not live in the metro, that's not a problem. They are expanding to Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Isanti, Cambridge. They even cover parts of western Wisconsin. They're the best. I had them out a few weeks ago. They got me through the 29-point inspection, and they got the new remote opener for me. It was fantastic. So ask about the room. Rooster Club membership, which includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and it will also waive the trip charge. Oh, you probably want their phone number, 651-300-3252. That's 651-300-3252. Or just visit their website, callriseandshine.com. Speak slowly when you leave them a voicemail and let them know you heard about them on the Garage Logic Podcast. 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 You can't, you're going to change, aren't you? Huh? Wait, don't I have to do something? No. Yeah, Redmond's Flooring and Design. Oh, it's your turn. You know they're in a no-cut. Let me give you some pointer tips for this. You should see the floor in my office, Rook. It's linoleum that was laid, I think, in 1959. You know what? Redmond's can help. If you are, if you have a poor, pathetic life I like do. that. I do. Or a floor, anyway. Maybe not life, yeah, but I floor. also have that, yeah, yeah. Redmond's Flooring and Design in Anoka for the last half a century has been giving facelifts to the floors, to the carpets of all sorts of garage logicians and non-GLers across the, uh, the metro area. 
I'm going to give you their phone number, or just go to redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. And what you're going to find there is all sorts of great products, services, reviews, the basics of flooring. Uh, Maybe they'll inspire you a little bit. That's what the design center is there for. You don't have to have an appointment. No appointment is necessary. Their showroom is fully open to the public. But if you want to online, you want to come out and check out your kitchen floor like they did for me, well, then you get in touch with them. Redmond's Flooring and Design. They work with Mohawk, the number one name in flooring. And Mike and the whole crew over there have been loyal to Garage Logic, and we appreciate that. And we want you to continue to use Redmond's Flooring and Design in the future. Once again, 763-316-3332. But make it easy and just remember Redmond's with two N's. Com. Redmond's Flooring and Design since 1956. Let them know the Rook sent you. Let's go here. You speak the truth, my friend. Gave it truth, the old phrase. Justice and the Souchere. Give it a little air. <laughs> I'm capping it now. I'm capping it for the road trip. You got to holster that for the I'm old ca- drive? I'm capping it for the road trip. <laughs> here, Johnny Height. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, before we get to the news and a, a couple of other things I have to mention, let me tell you about the Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. They specialize in regenerative medicine and regenerative cell therapy. And as Dr. Dan likes to say, they're Stillwater's best kept secret. If, uh, if you're suffering from the pain, the numbness, tingling in your hands and your feet, that peripheral neuropathy brings, you know, the suffering that can cause. And your doctor, not a lot you can do about it, he tells you or she tells you. Might give you some prescribed drugs like uh, Lyrica, Neurontin, or Gabapentin that don't really take care of the problem. Rivertown Medical Center can help with a new treatment method that can provide relief from neuropathy as long as you have not sustained 85% of the nerve damage that's caused by a lack of blood flow to the nerves. To find out more and to get a free neuropathy scan, you can join Dr. Dan this Saturday for a free one-hour seminar. It's at 10 in the morning Saturday at La Quinta by Windham in Woodbury. It's located at 700 Bielenberg Drive. Call 651 661 4311. Leave your name and cell number. You'll automatically get a text reservation for the seminar. Again, it's this Saturday, La Quinta by Windham, 500 Biel- uh, 700, excuse me, Bielenberg Drive in Woodbury. Call 651-661-4311. Leave name and cell number and you will get a text reservation for uh, that seminar. Uh, we have news coming up, but before we get to it, I must, must tell the folks who aren't listening on the town council, we had a little conversation off air earlier. Uh, where a couple of fellows on the show said there's a certain band that wasn't very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I texted a certain guitar player in California just to, to get his opinion. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, yikes, exclamation point. That's a really bad take. Really? Part, oh, Creedence so, Clearwater Revival was, uh, had some good songs. John, you're flopping around on the party deck like a, like a, a party deck. like a perch. Did you see the There's, fish walking? There on is the ice? nothing you won't Didn't bite see on. That, John. You will bite on any hook I dangle That's in front of you. Literally yeah, see, what I was see, just I think thinking. now you just use that as an excuse. I have Kenny. no. Whenever you know you're wrong, you just say. I have no, no opinion fishing. on CCR, but when I know you love, <laughs> well, a band, that's even worse if you have no opinion. Can I, can on I CCR? simplify? Can I have John do his news when John. When you bring up something musical, Joe. I believe what Joe says. He probably has that genuine thought. I know Kenny is merely you know just Kenny trying to just, piss you off. Just, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. It's John, so easy. I actually get bored doing it. Do you have news, John? <laughs> oh, wow. See, that's, that hurt, Kenny. You get bored fishing John? me in. That hurts. Yes, Joe, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me do some news for you. Fish yes. in again. Before... <laughs> 
You have more information on the inaugural, I believe. I do, yes. Before we get to uh, the rest of the news, uh, you had talked earlier about the governor, Governor Wall's inauguration committee, uh, well, getting a lot of money, let's say, uh, for various reasons. Right. A spokesman said, uh, these are not tickets for inaugural events. Uh, inauguration events are all free to the public. Right. And donors do not get special access to the governor, even though the flyer offers donor tickets to a, quote, pre-inaugural reception. Right. Uh, the tax filings uh, show, I can tell you who has contributed before, and I don't think it's going to surprise you. Yeah, anybody. that's what I want to know. Who, who's been paying these? Yeah. Uh, for tax filings for 2018 and 2019. I guarantee show, you one of them will be Alyssa Rockefeller. Show, uh, I don't see that. They're mostly local here. Uh, they show four organizations gave $50,000. Oh. The Public Employees Union, sure, AFSCME, Council 5. The Construction Workers Union, Labor's District Council. Okay. A, a South Dakota-based biofuels company called Poet LLC. Mm-hmm. And, and a Minnesota-based education software company, Infinite Campus. Oh, my God. The, the te- well, wait, wait now. The Teachers Union, Education Minnesota, gave $40,000. Maybe they should just keep it and then not go on strike. Right. Okay, so no, obviously these are, are companies and corporations and people that want this. They're letting their dollars speak for them. This is That's lobbying. Right. This is lobbying. Right. What exactly. if yep. GL got together and we started the combustion engine lobby, and we sent him a hundred grand. Would would that make him obligated to listen to us and vote our nah. way, or at least come on the show? Uh, no, it wouldn't. No, the uh, tax Why? filing show that most no. of the money they raised, yeah. five hundred thirty grand, went to venues, caters, and other expenses related to inauguration events. But there was one hundred seventy thousand dollars left which was used to, to support Wall's re-election. So if GL does, in fact, write that check, is this, and I know this is a, is it a write-off? Can you call that a write-off? Yes. Is that, that's a tax, that's a donation? I would think so. Really? Wow. But there's a cap on donations. We yes, couldn't, there is. We couldn't write off the whole 100K. No. Huh. Mm. Well, anyway. That's where it goes. Uh, in news, more than 10 school buses in the metro had their catalytic converters stolen over the holiday weekend, leading to a delay this past Monday morning for students and following a national trend. According to the Brooklyn Park Police Department, the catalytic converters were stolen sometime between late Wednesday afternoon and Monday morning. Inspector Elliot Faust with the BPPD feels it was a crime of opportunity because nobody was around. Osseo area schools said that 11 buses owned by first student and servicing their schools had catalytic converters stolen also over that oh. time. Catalytic converters help reduce airborne pollutants have been a hot target for thieves for years now. Uh, it's not just a metro or even Minnesota issue, according to State Farm. The largest uh, largest insurer of automobiles in the U.S. says data shows that between July 2021 and June 2022, catalytic converter theft grew 109% nationally wow the uh they are of course uh police are giving tips of what you could do mm. among the things you should do they say mark the auto part stamp the vehicle's vin number into it and create a cage to stop the, it the, from getting n- stolen none of that's gonna stop i was just so gonna say does that help do we need oh God, i hate even asking this question do we need <laughs> a new law regarding selling these you got to prevent these buyers from buying it the scrap metal guys. how do we do that uh, it's, it's just a, it's another new law i don't know well this happened remember years ago with cell phones that didn't they pass some type of legislation because they had those cell phone drop-off kiosk things at malls where 
Right. People were stealing cell phones and then just throwing them in there, and they were getting a hundred bucks. Right. And so that's why cell phone thefts were on the rise because that same thing was happening. Okay. Inform me once again. Uh, are they stealing the catalytic converters? For scrap or to use on another car? No, no scrap. it's scrap. Because okay. scrap. Why is metal it, in them you need? Uh, what what, yeah. what is rare, the intense metal that's a Probably copper. Some rare metal in there. Copper. No, okay, so it's, it's the, copper. It's the, but it's a type of metal well, one of us that's could the look attraction. It I'm, I'm on it. Right. <laughs> Reavers is on it. Minnesota's midterm election. I'm, I'm sorry, Johnny. That's all I right. did yeah, have mine right. stolen off the Honda Pilot, yeah. the red that's, Pilot. Yeah, there's certain cars, Hondas and Toyotas, um, worth more than other vehicles. I hmm. Evidently, they don't want mine. You could drive a car under my truck. <laughs> they don't get it? I lay my fat ass under my truck. I can fit under my truck. Wow. Uh, the, you and mine is huge. The it's three, like a 35-gallon barrel. Do they use a Sawzall? Yeah. Yeah, and they're fast. These the guys. three precious metals that are most commonly contained inside of a catalytic converter are platinum, rhodium, and palladium. Huh. Wow. Never Is it because those metals are more durable that they have to use those in the catalytic converters? Uh, no further questions. Okay, Your Honor. When they stole yours, did they say, oh, crap, here, have this back. No, we don't really want this. Going to the airport at 5 in the morning, fired that thing up, and it goes, and then I saw... Trash. I didn't. I turned it off right away and used a different car. But learned good, later on. Good that, story. Yeah, compelling and rich. Minnesota's midterm election results are now official. The state canvassing board unanimously certifying the results yesterday, approving plans for recounts in two tight legislative races. That makes it official that Minnesota Democrats won full control of state government by holding the governor's office, the House, and flipping the Senate. About two and a half million Minnesotans voted in this year's midterms. That's down slightly from 2.6 Minnesotans who voted in 2018. A total of 671,000 people voted absentee this year, up slightly from 637 in 2018. The board approved publicly funded recounts in House Districts 3A and 3B in northeastern Minnesota. In 3A, Republican Roger Scraba holds a 15-vote lead over DFL State Rep. Rob Eklund, and Republican Natalie Zalinikar was up 35 votes over DFL State Representative Mary Murphy. The recounts will begin next week. And I asked this question 21 days ago, and I'll ask it again. So when things continue to go to hell in a handbasket, who are you going to blame? Because the Democrats control every aspect of our lives in this state. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to blame oh. anyone because I'm not in that. I don't play the blame game. You don't. You don't finger point. Not not mm-hmm. me. Nope. No. You just bitch oh. at a podcast. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your contribution. We'll, we'll see how that motto goes on the drive over to Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> there we go. See, you know. What's oh oh no? What's the route going to be? I'll tell them when we're oh, driving. I haven't been man. I didn't even think of that. That is a, um, guarantee. You're going you've down been to there, Red, right, you're, Rook? you're yes. going down to Red Wing. Guarantee. So you Hastings at the very least. Hastings at the very least. I was looking at my route back, Kenny. I'm only going to go through Hastings because I want to drive across that cool bridge. Make sure you go through Hastings with an empty tank of gas. <gasps> it's like two bucks a gallon. Point. Yeah, yeah. I paid three oh six yesterday. Shut up. Coon Rapids, Costco, three oh six. Yeah, that was. Uh, you probably didn't even uh, buy gas. It was probably some watered down <laughs> stuff. This is the guy that's still buying premium for like five ninety five a gallon. <laughs> it's normal, normal gas, Joe. Like everybody, you know, ninety nine percent of the people in the world. I have a serious question that maybe Kenny can answer. Go. Uh, 
Filling the snowblower yesterday. Why do you yeah. think we can't answer? Oh, I'd give it a try. Right. Filling the snowblower <laughs> yesterday. Right, through yeah. the gas. Uh, I uncharacteristically, because I'm no, a last dropper, no. spilled gas on the garage floor. Why does gas not evaporate as quick as it did 50 years ago? Because it's, it's There's crap. too much crap in yeah. there. Yeah. Ooh. Didn't evaporate. Yeah. Yeah. You're, but you're right. It used to. It was gone instantly. Right. And now it puddles. And it stinks up the garage until the next day. Oh, you poor baby. Yeah. Uh, in other news, a Boy, woman pleaded guilty. Going well. uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, hurry up and right do along the as they say. news. Pardon me. Do the do the thing here. Oh, the thing, the news. Yeah, you know a the woman, thing. a woman pleaded guilty to helping run an international Thai sex trafficking organization and laundering millions of dollars in funds. Okay. The case was prosecuted by the offices of U.S. Attorney for Minnesota, Andrew Luger. Sixty-one-year-old Sumali Interathong served as a boss or trafficker for the organization, compelled hundreds of women from Bangkok, Thailand, to engage in commercial sex acts in various cities across the U.S. She pleaded guilty on Tuesday to conspiracy to commit sex trafficking and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Intrathong was arrested in Belgium August 16, 2016, later extradited to the U.S. in February 2021. Court documents state her trafficking victims were made to repay what are called bondage debts of 40 to $60,000. The trafficking organization owned the victims until the debts were paid. And Tara Thong and her co-conspirators then arranged for victims to travel from Thailand to the U.S. and place them in houses of prostitution in several different cities. That's like the old indentured servants, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. John, you only do stories like this because you know damn well that it's going to get us. Yeah, that that was a very uninteresting story, John. I have no comments on that story whatsoever. A local story local mm-hmm. minnesota what do they tie you up to... with though uh, it's that not tie not that a different kind of, kind of necktie dummy Jeez. how do like you behind my back or so much like when a... kenny always baits you with music nonsense you do the same thing in your newscast with us because you know your audience i will uh, plead the fifth of that senator <laughs> right. that really is a horrible thing though yeah. Well, it really is. Yeah. You know, uh, Lisa, let's, let's I owe, bring it down. I owe a lot of people some money. You're and, really uh, out on a limb. Now. You're really, you're really out on a limb. You know, Rook, I'm, you don't usually take God. strong stands. I'm glad you took a strong right. stand. Let's, you know, let's we're let's waiting for you this. to have an opinion. Let's change this. But it's we a hell must of a way something to Something must off. be done it's about this. It's got to happen. This just can't happen. You want to borrow a couple thousand dollars? I can, you know. I got you. No. Federal. Federal jury yesterday convicted Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes and a top deputy of seditious conspiracy for leading the months-long plot to unleash political violence to prevent the inauguration of President Biden culminating in the January 6th attack at the Capitol. panel of seven men and five women deliberated for three days before they found Rhodes and lead Florida Oath Keeper Kelly Meigs guilty of conspiring to oppose by force the lawful transition of presidential power. Three other associates were not convicted of the historically rare and politically freighted sedition count. All five, though, convicted of obstructing Congress as it meant to confirm the results of the election. Rhodes and Meigs face a maximum of 20 years in prison on the seditious conspiracy convictions. Russia said its forces had edged forward in eastern Ukraine on Wednesday, and Kiev said Moscow was planning something in the south, while NATO sought to shore up other countries that feared destabilization from Moscow. 
Ukraine's general staff said earlier its troops had repelled six Russian attacks in 24 hours in the eastern Donbass region, while Russian artillery had relentlessly shelled across the Dnipro River, including at Kyrgyzstan City in the south. America's readers might be tiring of reality. Fiction book sales have risen by 45% since pre-pandemic 2019. Nonfiction sales in that same time period have slipped by 2%. All of this according to data from NPD BookScan for the adult publishing market. I've been tearing through fiction lately. Just have can't you? get enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you reading right now? Uh, uh, new Nelson B. DeMille. How about oh, you, Rick? how is that? I like it. Oh, yeah, he's a it's great called writer. The Maze. Mm. Yeah, it's a really, you can really blast through his books, oh, they're, but they're yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Rook, how about you? Uh, my email. <laughs> Looks like my order was shipped uh, this afternoon. Okay, I'm yeah. also reading my email. Copy. Readers <laughs> purchased 158. What are you currently reading? <laughs> my email. <laughs> Readers purchased 100. 158 million fiction print books this year through November 19th. That's a lot of books. I, that number surprised me. Mm-hmm. Nonfiction totaled 240 million. Hmm. As a share of all print books, fiction title have risen from 31% of the adult market to 40% of the adult market in three years. Did I say uh, Nelson B. DeMille? I was you thinking did. Cecil B. DeMille. Cecil B. DeMille. Just DeMille. Nelson yeah. DeMille. Yeah. No. Yeah. DeMille. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Whatever you just referenced was lost on me. We had him on the air once, Rook, and he said, Boys, you got to cut it off. You're hurting my cocktail hour. (laughs) Yes. Who was that? (laughs) Nelson DeMille. Oh, really? The uh, publishing industry had hidden all time. He wrote the book about the two, a guy and a gal having an affair on a beach and witnessed a missile shooting down in It was one of his best books. What was that called? The missile that couldn't. I have to look it up. Night Hawks at the Diner. Something like that. Night Hawks at the Diner. John, John, you're the only one that got that reference. (laughs) Night Hawks at the Diner. I did read that book, too, as a matter of fact. I don't remember what it's called. Night Fault? No, Night night something. I'll get it here. Somebody got it. I got it. Go ahead, John. Night The publishing industry had hit an all-time peak for print book sales in 2021 because of, of course... The COVID-19 pandemic, 497 million books sold in that year. Wow. Here comes the night. Night to remember. Mm. Speaking of books, the large Dutch colonial house that inspired the book, The Amity. I think you're thinking of a nightfall. 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 It was rainy night in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking of that, Rook, I I think the listener is really ready for that. The the 45-minute drive for you and the mayor between here, essentially here, and uh, the the Tattersall location. What's going to be the list of uh, talking points we're going to have in the vehicle? What are we going to start with? Uh, we're going to start with uh, how operate how wonderfully operational his vehicle is. There will be a light chassis. Do you think? Do you think he's ever going to address your commitment to the show? Is he? Does that come up uh, at all? It doesn't really come up. This would be a bad day to do it because if you make me uneasy or nervous, uh, my body's going to react. So right. this might be a quiet ride. This might have to be a very quiet ride. This one you might want to just lay off a little bit here. Because if I get overly defensive, I can go into skunk mode. I, I noticed uh, absolutely nobody's paying any attention to this news. So I'm just going to read you this uh so the we got fiction everywhere. Story. And you tell me if you want me oh, to read any of these stories. Oh, that's a better Otherwise, we'll just move John, on. John, you should have started doing that years ago. 
The, uh, the next one is about, uh, they're selling the house that uh, the Amityville Horror is based on. Nope. Big deal. No. Nope. Okay, don't care. Uh, a long, long story about the uh, the bleep show that is now Twitter. We can nope. do no, that we don't one want if you that. like. We know. We witness it. I uh, like this wrinkle in the newscast. This is good. Pass. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah newscast now takes three minutes. Yeah. Folks. Uh, the uh, group Stop Anti-Semitism has announced its finalist for Anti-Semite of the Year. Well, that's probably three. Oh, wait, John, we have well, he's one. he's one of three finalists, yes. And that he's other fruitcake that went to dinner at Marlowe. John, we have uh, breaking news into the Garage Logic Town Council. They wish that you had started that during the election season. Um, the, <laughs> the listeners could vote <laughs> on it. What else you got going here, John? <laughs> yeah, it's because they don't like the truth. Oh, I mean, uh, wow. let's see. <laughs> see you tonight. Zinger. See you tonight. <laughs> Bay Area uh, police are asking for help because they found a human foot inside a running shoe. A foot? I can get yeah, you a foot by yeah, 3 o'clock. No That's nothing. What and, else you got? Uh, Colored polish Los, you want I, only got, I only have one more now. Uh, doctors have removed 187 coins from a man's stomach in were India. Were they wheat pennies? <laughs> Not no, that I'm aware were, of. They, they were, were eat pennies. From which direction did they enter <laughs> oh, the man's <laughs> stomach? Oh, that was Rook. I enjoyed that one. I got to bring that guy some wheat pennies today. Is that uh, going to be part of the conversation uh, on the ride? Why not? Okay. That's all I got. Were they they me. were in his stomach, not elsewhere. Yeah, they cut open his stomach and took them all out. Okay. I've got uh, something. That, yeah? I've got what something got? here. Well, actually, it's not me. It's Moon Motorsports. And oh. they have brands that stir your soul down to your very core. Moon Motorsports has them. You Beamer folks. I got to tell you, you guys that ride BMW, you're some of the most dedicated riders out there. So you probably already know that Moon Motorsports is the longest operating BMW motorcycle dealer in the state. Uh, They're also the largest volume Triumph dealer in the region. Both BMW and Triumph, they've got a great model lineup no matter what your deal is. Cafe racer styling or track stuff, laid-back cruising, even adventure exploring. That's where they hook me. Uh, Whatever it is, both of these brands, they have class-leading offerings that are going to give you the ride you're after. Stop into Moon to see the latest BMW and Triumph models. Or before you go, you got to do what everybody else does. Stop over to moonmotorsports.com and check them out. Right now, if you buy a new bike at Moon, they're going to provide zero payments until 2023. I'm in! And free winter storage or free delivery to, uh, to free delivery to Minnesota, Moon Motorsports. I'm going to throw a surprise in here at the end. They're your BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Husqvarna, Yamaha, Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Skidoo, and Gas Gas. They've got Gas Gas bikes. I'm getting no reaction from. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Must be good though. Trials? You ever watched a trial uh, event? Anyway, uh, no. GLers know what gas gas they are. (laughs) Moonmotorsports.com. I'm I'm rolling. Uh, I'm just gonna roll. Rolling on the river. (laughs) Thank you. That was Tina Turner, though, not I appreciate it. Oh, you bastard. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Might wear a hat It's cold. Well, how about when you get that slush off the bottom of your car? Do you That's wear a hat? That's you need a hat. And you need a slush buster. That's right. Slush buster is our new partners here in Garage Logic. Dave Pounds invented the product right here in Burnsville, Minnesota. Joe, we and I, you and I got nice cards from them. I'm holding mine right here. Yeah. Yep. Really into the it. Thanks, Joe. 
Anyway, Dave got tired of all the corrosive slush that was <laughs> rusting his cars and damaging his garage floor. And the old broomstick and the boot, that just wasn't cutting it anymore. So the Slush Buster was designed right here and assembled in Rogers, Minnesota. It's the only device on the market that is specially designed to remove that slush. And it will greatly reduce the slush that damages your vehicle and the garage floor. It's also going to prevent those slips and falls that could injure you and your family from the refreeze, either on your garage door, the driveway, whatever. GLers, we know that you want to take good care of your vehicles and your garage, and the Slush Buster is going to help out with both. Like I said, invented right here in the United States and in Burnsville, Minnesota, excuse me. You can learn more and order yours online at slushbuster.us. That's slushbuster.us. You can stop in at any one of the 21 Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores location. It is also available on Amazon, so if you want to order one as a gift for someone uh, in another state, that's fine too. But stop in at Fratelloni's. And by the way, Mike has an app on his phone. So when we were doing the show the other day, Mm -hmm. he can pull up. He says, look at how many I sold today. I said, what? He has an app that shows exactly what he sells in his store. That's the coolest thing ever. That's cool. Anyhow... He said, look at what Kenny just bought at my store yesterday. No, we're not going down that road. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's please, not for public consumption. Please let Dave and the crew know that you ordered your Slush Buster courtesy of the Garage Logic podcast. Only because they come to us all the way from the traveling Lymans who are temporarily waylaid in Eden Prairie. All the way from the traveling Lymans. On this day in 1843. Joe, today is the last day of November. Martha wow. G. Ripley was born in Lowell, Vermont. She was a crusader for public health. Dr. Ripley would establish Minneapolis uh, Maternity Hospital in 1886. Believe it or not. A memorial to her was dedicated at the state capitol in 1939. Do you have anything to do with the fort? On this day in 1912, Gordon Parks was born in Fort Scott, Kansas. He moved to St. Paul as a teen, became a photographer, writer, filmmaker, composer, and musician. Then he would work uh, incongruously, it seems to me, for the Farm Services Administration, Congress. becoming a war photographer in 1943 and be the first African-American on Life magazine staff. His movies include The Learning Tree, based on his autobiography. And on this day in 1960, 60. novelist Ernest Hemingway was admitted to St. Mary's Hospital in Rochester, where he underwent shock treatment for depression. It didn't work. A few days later, he shot himself in Idaho. Yeah, didn't Catch take. Him. Didn't take, did Catch him yeah. on the front porch. And on this day in 1967, Minnesota Senator Eugene McCarthy announced he will challenge President... Good old McCarthy. Give him that yee-haw. Challenge Lyndon Johnson yeah, for, LBJ. for the 1968 Democratic nomination for president. It too. Oh. The U of M Minnesota Young Democrats became the first uh, nation to back McCarthy, uh, who, despite his early successes, he is going to strangle you. Did not earn his party's nod. No, I've got a self mechanism, defense mechanism that can save me. Oh, is this the tax dollars? Yeah, here we go. No, keep going. This isn't Joe. We're done with this day. Musicians, you know, musicians, uh, especially guitar players. You know, they they get the women. I don't think the trombone players do. Trombone guys do not. They uh, not that guy. They got to work on it. They yeah, work he's, on it. He's, you notice he was so big that he has to spread his legs yeah. apart, so his belly hangs between them. But it was just the cuteness of he was on stage to go. 
That's my life goal to get that big. Rook, you have to email me the clip so I can post it on the Garage Logic website. And we're laughing about it because it's cute. It's funny. No, I'm laughing about it because it's ridiculous. It's well, funny. It's ridiculously cute. Is he, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> yes. He's rocking Robin. So yes. that was a huge achievement yes. for it was him. Very, so that's why it was like cute. Blessed. <laughs> yes. Right. Hey, one of God's children. We're going to the town council meeting in River Falls, Wisconsin at Tattersall Brewery. And how long into the drive with Rook are you going to regret having him? But wait a second, it's invitation only. That's right. right. It's not just everyone. You might get this in time to RSVP, but that's probably unlikely. Right. So if you don't get in and you're looking for another podcast that's going to offer you a town council, I'd go right ahead to Pod MN on your smartphone. Brand new Krabby Coffee Shop today. We talked to my friend Gene Hollister, who runs Rose Presents, a concert promoter here in the Twin Cities. It was actually the only Krabby Coffee Shop show that I actually enjoyed doing. (laughs) That that would attract me to listen to that. It was was fun. I I I love the way you promote it. It's just fantastic. It's a stinker. It's a pile of crap. It's good. It's good. Allegedly. All right, sign up on YouTube still, Garage Logic. <laughs> Subscribe. We'll see you out at the. Uh, Are we doing ads at meeting. this town council thing? Stay tuned. Wow. We, we don't know. Rock and Robin. I better bring my briefcase. DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. It's our full service gun shop. They've got a wide selection of pistols, revolvers, ammo, accessories, holsters, magazines, suppressors, whatever you need. And if you have a specific firearm in mind, special orders, no problem. They're a joy at DK Mags. They'll be more than happy to not only assist you in tracking it down and purchasing the item, but then they're going to they're gonna hand it to you, right? You're going to just show up and they're going to, here's a gun you bought. Uh, and that goes for accessories, too. If you have a firearm you don't want or need, they buy firearms from single units all the way up to entire estates. Both DK Mags and Monticello Pawn and Gun. They've got gunsmithing services to help keep that firearm in perfect working order. Get yourself to the website, dkmags.com, then get up to DK Mags, Old 8 in New Brighton, and, oh, Monticello Pond and Gun, really easy to find right on Highway 25, dkmags.com. Time once again to check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same. Pick up the phone and make that call for that free 48 minute financial consultation by dialing 952 925 5608. That number, once again, is 952 925 5608. You call that number and you get Josh, and you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again. Again, here in Garage Logic, and boy, Josh, a little bit of a rebound today, but you still have a bit of frustration right now with the market, don't you? A little bit of frustration is being very kind, Chris. Very, very frustrated with the overall market, and definitely frustrated with the, I'll say, the performance of analysts and views of analysts. That I'm not going to say the world is coming to an end. View that tension is on the way; it's going to come. Stock market is going to drop another to 30%. Get out now. Well, the getting's good. Things are only going to get worse. Everything is dependent on the direction of the Federal Reserve. And companies are companies are in very dire, dire straits. 
I'm probably going a little bit overboard with that. Uh, but definitely, I'm very, very frustrated with a lot of the views relative to, to the market and even with individual companies. Not to say frustrated with the performance of several because it has been a very difficult year of focus all year. And we have talked about this because we have too much inflation. It's only going to get worse. And we have to, we at the Fed have to continue to raise interest rates and take away inflation, part of which the Fed has uh, caused with easy money policies for, for a lot of years. So now we have tightening and excessive of monetary uh, tightening, and that has led to a slowing economy and definitely a down stock market and down in value bond market. Well, the Fed, I'll say Fed speak and views on the Fed will continue into next year. But today, uh, Fed Chief Jay Powell did indicate that policies were working, the tightening has been doing what the Fed has hoped, and the likelihood of slowing the rate of increases probably be uh, 50. My view is that inflation has uh, leveled off and job growth has also come down. Companies have been still reporting pretty good earnings, and they have also been a little bit cautious going into next year. Given the direction of the Fed, I think many companies have been pulling in their horns a little bit, and that will make for a very, we'll say, very interesting next year. I am not backing away from investing, and particularly investing in some of my favorite companies as I see them having enough cash and generating uh, in, into 2023 and beyond. Still maintain and would advise you the same to keep up to and invested in higher quality companies that can increase their sales and their revenues and if necessary pay out a dividend. Very good advice Mr. Money Talk. You heard him GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608 where you're always going to get straight talk and you're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you very much. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.